Hey everybody, welcome back to the Asylum. It's Jess. Tonight we have with us Calypso Mike, who you might recognize from all the photos that have been floating around this week on the uh, 5 Asylum Bachelor Brewery representing with the uh, Underglow. And then for the first time ever, we have the co-winners, best of show from Foxtoberfest 2023. We got Tom, but we don't care about him because everybody does War Admiral. Pfft. Whatever. And we have Paul, who has that gorgeous red Capri that everybody's seen online this week. And, you know, honestly, if you were at Foxtoberfest last year, you saw that car as well. So, Paul, we welcome you to the show. We appreciate you coming on, bud, and sharing some of your time. And um, we just want to get into it. We're going to get to know a little bit about the car, a little bit about the build, and mostly about you and yourself. So, please, introduce yourself real quick to the audience, and we'll get going. Well, thanks for having me. You know, it's a pleasure. It's actually an honor to be here. Um, I don't know about Tom, but this is the first time I've won an award like this. Um, we built the car for the show last year and, uh, it just, uh, everything, it was fighting us. You know, I talked to a lot of people this year and that car fought us till the day we put it on the trailer to get it up there. And it just gave us more fits while we we're up there. But, uh, it's insane. I'm still on a high from last week. Like I have this award sitting in my kitchen and I keep walking by it and it's, it's insane. You know, it's, it's crazy that we get to build something like this and people respect what we do. You know, we build it for ourselves and, and the fact that other people really appreciate what we do is, is just amazing. Absolutely. Paul. And I think, you know, a big, at least for me, um, you know, you know, self-admittedly, you know, I've not been, I've not really followed like the Capri period. Right. But a really, really good friend of mine, you know, Brent Hicks has, you know, cool Capri. So once he bought that and started to build it, really introduced me to the Capri. And I was like, oh, man, it's really awesome. And, you know, for the longest time, Brent was the only guy really representing the Capris at, you know, some of these shows. So, you know, it, it was really awesome to see you, you know, come out and, and win best of show in what, you know, some people would consider, you know, Fox Body, you know, not a misfit, but um, not your traditional Fox Body. So that, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, I'd imagine you have to be on high to represent at that level. And then, you know, also for something that's not a traditional, a hatch car, a convertible or, a, you know, a notch. Um, it, it's phenomenal, dude. And well deserved for anybody that's seen the car in person knows that, that thing just shines and radiates. And uh, it, that's phenomenal. Well, 2023, you know, it's the first year. Someone told me it was the first year of a non Mustang Fox body actually winning the show. Not only was it that, but it was the first time that, you know, there was a tie for, you know, two number one spots. And to yeah. share with Tom, like, I've got to talk to him a few times now. And Tom, you're just really a, a bang up cool ass dude. So I appreciate well, it, man. Well, real safe. quick, real quick, before we get any further, I just want to say, um, you know, we're coming off, we're coming off Foxtoberfest. And this was the first time that John, Jesse and I ever hosted anything. I just want to shout everybody out who supported us. Um, I can't thank everybody enough that was in our booth. You know, you guys, uh, you guys really helped us pull it all off. And John's not with us tonight. His son is getting married tomorrow. So I just want to say congratulations to Mason. Um, good luck, buddy, with all you, with all your new, uh, with your new life, man. I hope it all, hope everything goes good. Um, Absolutely. You know, it's kind of like weird, Jesse. You know, we, we did this thing for the first time. And I was on the ride home. I'm thinking to myself, well, we messed up here. We messed up there. We messed up here. But I don't know if anyone else noticed that. Did you guys notice any hiccups that we might have had? <laughs> like, 
Go ahead. I, would, I would say probably the most readily apparent, uh, you know, pickup. Go ahead, Mike. Hello. He's froze again. He's froze. Look at him. Like the brewery was kind of chaotic at first, but it. Oh, come on. <laughs> You're better, dude. You're better. It says I can hear you guys. <laughs> All right. So, a long story right, short of it, Mike's chip. Mike's. I'm just switching. gonna keep quiet. Either that, or I'm gonna. Have, I'm gonna have to go to my phone. No, he said he's glitching. I just want to say it, we, yeah. Jesse and I, know that we made a couple mistakes here and there, and um, we we know that we can improve, and we're hoping that uh, well, actually, we know we're gonna have the opportunity next year ready to make it better. So, hopefully, everybody comes out and supports us. And I just wanted to say thanks. And that's the short of it. We're gonna get to Paul and the and all that good stuff. But I just wanted to take a minute and say thank you to everybody. Um, I appreciate everybody for stopping by the booth, stopping by to say hi to me. I apologize if I didn't get to talk to everybody. It was kind of a crazy, crazy weekend. So thank you, everybody. And then uh, we'll move on to Paul. So tell me, dude, when they announced your name, what went through your head? Oh, Jesus. <clears throat> I, uh, if you guys obviously walked by my car, and when you register, they give you the, the sheet where you want to be registered for. So I like in parentheses and, you know, I circled it, non-Fox body, non-Mustang Fox body. That's what I thought I had the best shot for. And uh, they, <laughs> true story, we had the car shipped up there and uh, I had the shippers waiting at my hotel at uh, 4.30. So I told them that, you know, we're going to sit through the award ceremony and I'd have the car there by 5.30. And uh, when they called the non-Fox body, and I was like, oh, shit, I didn't want it. You know, and it, it, there were so many beautiful cars there. But I was like, okay, I didn't want it. And the shippers texted me, where are you at? Where are you at? And I'm like, hey, I'm on my way. I'll be there in just a minute. So I'm sitting there in, like, angst, and I was like, I got to get around. I got to get I gotta get to the hotel. I got to get this car on the, the shipper, and I got to get it sent home. And uh, – just at that time, she was announcing the award, and she had said number 13. And I was in a million different places at that time, and I was waiting for, like, 02 afterwards, or 1322, you know? And I'm like, there's something else, and then she's like, number 13. And uh, like I said, I've never won anything like this. We, we built the car, and we have a garage out back, and we put this thing together out there, and we built it for fun. It was a COVID project. It was, um, I'm ADD and OCD as shit, so it was just something to occupy my time and, and you know, do something with. And uh, she had said it, and literally my stomach had dropped, and I didn't know if I was going to shit myself, throw up, or kind of pass out. And it was just surreal, and I literally froze, so... I'm still, I, I have goosebumps on my arms because I, I didn't believe it. That's awesome. How did you feel when they said you tied? It was amazing because you came up and it, I was so nervous and she was trying to ask me questions. And uh, I, I, was, I was trying to fight off tears and trying to fight off throwing up. And that's when I was like, can we just find out who I tied with? <laughs> and then you came up and you had tears in your eyes. And I was like, 
it must be a natural feeling. You know, like this is, it's not just me feeling this. It's what people that win things, you know, kind of feel. And um, it was amazing. And you came up and you gave me a hug and you shook my hand. And I was like, this is cool. Like, this is legit as hell. Like straight talk. Do you wish it was just you? No, no, not at all. Not at all. I, okay. So I listened to your podcast and you're all about all honesty and, you know, throwing it out there. Um, Fox Body FX, which the first podcast you threw him kudos, all this other stuff. He helped you at some point. Um, he did a giveaway, okay, for a VIP spot. And I had seen it online. I registered for it. Um, I watched his video. He drew my number. So I went from number like 240. We, we brought two cars up. So we brought like 240 and 241. And uh, he did that random thing and he called number 13. And I was like, holy shit, that's me. You know, like, so I, I wasn't even supposed to be on VIP. So the fact that- Wait a second, you won the VIP. I did. I did. And, all right. I did. What was your lucky fucking weekend, dude? I, I, went up there, I went up there a winner already. You know, I was like, I won this weekend. Like, can't be any better than what it was. You know, to meet the people and to, to be in VIP, I was on cloud nine already. I didn't have to win anything. Like, it's just nice to show your car and show off what you've done. So the fact that so I'm going to, I'm going to ask you again, do you wish you won it solo? No, no. Yeah, I'm not lucky, Tom. I'm not lucky at all. Like, I won at bingo one time at like eight years of age when my grandma took me to the bingo hall. And I got yelled at by these people because I wasn't supposed to win because I was young. And, uh, you know, I'm very fortunate in life. I, I have a good business. I have good friends. I have, you know, like, I'm very fortunate. But luck, um, winning things, doing shit like that is something that just isn't on my side. So the fact that a I won spot thirteen to show my car on Friday the thirteenth, which was you won insane. an unlucky number and then won. <laughs> yeah, he capitalized on it. Yeah, to to win that and then to have my number called, like it, it's just it really is surreal. And to share it with you, I could share it with ten people. I you know like it's to me it's a win, and to be in front of all those people. Dude, there's so many amazing cars that were there. And uh, no, I mean, it's it's an honor to share it with you. And the fact that you have the car you have, and I'm even in, in that little bubble that your car's in is just insane to me. You know, there's so much I want to say. <laughs> what do you think um, for two wildly different cars? What do you think that says about the community? I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. I think that, you know, people can respect the, the garage builds, you know, and it, it's my Capri is a love or hate car. You know, it's, I posted it. Yeah. That, that, that ugly ass bubble back. <laughs> yeah. People you didn't think I was going to let you get away with that shit, did you? Coming on my podcast. <laughs> well, in the same vein, I would say a lot more people would love it. You get rid of that freaking windshield banner, but that's neither here nor there. Well, that's why we didn't give him the award. Right? Yeah, we were, you were going to get the 505 award. In all true. <laughs> if we're being real, we were we were walking around and we were, we were picking an award for the 505 Asylum Award, which thank you very much for allowing us to do that, Jen. Yep. Um, 
your car was it. Like Dom came to me. He's like, you guys got to go look at this red Capri. I love this car. We walked over and as we're walking up, we're like, wow, this is it. This is it. This is it. We walked around to the front of the car and there's the windshield banner. <laughs> and instantly, yo, true, like full transparency, Jesse and I looked at each other and go, nope, can't do it. Move on. <laughs> That's funny. You should have just put one of yours right over the top of it. <laughs> wow. Well, that's another story. That's another story for another day. But yeah. Oh, oh. Hey, no. so Paul, I got a question for you. Um, you know, this year, big year, you know, again, congratulations. Win the VIP slot. You win, um, you know, the, the best of show. And you kind of alluded to it in the beginning, but what happened in 2022, right? Because I remember seeing your car. I remember, like, I think it was the brewery night I saw it. I was like, this thing is amazing. It's fantastic the same things we said this year and then you lost a fender splat or something got crushed or maybe it was it um prestige that i saw it but you ran it like i remember seeing the car one venue was flawless beautiful and the next one was missing a body part yeah like what happened last year we uh so when you go into prestige obviously you go past um prestige and then you do that that u-turn at the end there by the mm -hmm. gas station and uh, we were cruising down. Car was beautiful, detailed it that day. Took that corner, and the tire got caught on the fender splat, and it literally peeled it like a banana. And so when I pulled into Prestige, it was sticking on the outside of the tire. So it was cutting into the tire. It was messing up the rim. Um, I backed it in, had to go into Prestige and ask for a pair of side cutters. And the guys thought I was crazy. They were like, what the hell do you want side cutters for? Um, but I was like, I have to do some surgery on my car real quick. So I went out and I had to cut that, that fender slide off and kind of redo it. So that was one of the things we had to do for the show this year is um, go down a size on tires. So that way it didn't rip off any, any uh, fender extensions this year. Right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'll tell you, I was, when I saw that, I was so bummed. Cause I'm like, here's a guy that's got a gorgeous car, clearly invested a bunch of time in it. And uh, I mean, I, I, I almost felt for you, you know what I mean? Like, and I didn't even know who you were. I was like, this is just, it's terrible. But, you know, again, you know, I think it just, it just speaks to the fact that you, you know, you push through the problems, you fix it and, you know, you hope for the best and the next year could be your year, you know? So I think that's a great story for anybody else that's out there right now that, you know, maybe they weren't hundred percent happy with their car. Maybe they had a flaw. Um, you know, Paul is, proof positive that you can get out there, fix it, correct it, and, and be a big winner the next year. So I think it's we, all. It's funny because Tom was talking and it's, you know, it's like we all want perfect cars and we all see what's wrong with our cars. And I got mine good for last year and, and something like that happened. And, you know, you can choose to just like let it ruin your weekend. And, you know, it's it would be just a shit weekend the rest of the weekend. because Your life fucked Mike's car up you didn't have to bring it up dude i didn't care <laughs> but you know we we cut that thing off and we drove we put it in the show we you know did all the other stuff and i'm telling you we came home last year and the high from just being there last year was was amazing you know like it was it, it wasn't as good as what it was this year but it was right equivalent and you know and it, that's not getting any pictures of my car that wasn't you know winning any awards so you know for the people that want to bring these cars out they need to you know it's it's work in progress perfect cars like show them off like just be proud of what you have yeah 100 i agree with that 
I do want to touch back on um, um, the, uh, you know, the, our cars are vastly, vastly different. Yes. So to tie to me is like, I think, I think, Jesse, it's a good representation of um, where the community's at right now, right? Like your car, I'm just going to use the word retro, Paul. I don't know any other word. Would you? It's pretty much retro. You know, uh, you know that that's a good, you know, retro versus like highly modified. I think that's where our community's kind of at right now, right? Okay. Like the retro stuff's coming back and the highly modified stuff is, is progressing and moving forward in a big way. Yeah. So I think, I think it's kind of cool. What, what do I actually like to get your opinions on all three of your opinions on this, as far as, you know, what do you think about the, a split vote? I think that, you know, it demonstrates that, you know, kind of like what you're saying, Tom, that, you know, the community <clears throat> is, I, I think first and foremost, the community is voting for what it, what it wants. Right. So I think to have a split, you know, it's high vote is, is a good thing, but I also think it represents the fact that, you know, to, to kind of take a, a phrase from Scotty DTV on YouTube, like the community knows cool. Right. And it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what, how that manifests itself. Right. And I think that if you, if you broaden that, that aperture and you go back to even July, right. To Detroit, what got best to show there? Shitbox Fox. So you've got that. And then you fast forward to Foxtoberfest where you have, you know, the War Admiral. And then you have, um, you know, Paul's car, the Capri. Like, I, th I think that those three together demonstrate the fact that, you know, the Fox Body community in and, of, in and of itself knows what cool is. And it's different to everybody. But the fact that, you know, that many votes can be mustered to have a split, you know, decision is is awesome i think it demonstrates the fact that our community is growing and that or i should say maturing and acknowledging what they what they like and you know again like i said in the beginning like no longer do you have to have a notch car or hatch car arrow car four i car like you just have a fox body and you're in the conversation you know and i i think that's what it demonstrates at least you know what do you think mike point. um i don't know pretty much the same thing as jesse i mean it's the best of both worlds I mean, his car is – I saw it earlier in the morning, and, I, I mean, I just was, like, sucked right to it. I like the fact that it's old school, and it, it it's just badass car. You know, it's pretty much like – I'm not saying my car is kind of, like, old school stock, you know, nothing crazy done to it. And yeah, I just loved how clean it was. Obviously, I love your car. I'm buying all the time. And it's one badass ride, even though it scares the shit out of me when I'm driving in the passenger seat. But, you know, that's right. but I think you said it best. I mean, that's pretty much where the community's going. We, we both like the crazy cool builds and we both like the cars that are just the, I don't want to say the average Joe, but you know, the weekend warriors, as I call it, like my car, you know, I take that thing everywhere car seats, groceries, wood pellets, whatever I could fit in the back goes, you know? So what do you think, Paul? I, I agree with Jesse. You know, it's, it's, it's nice that, you know, a four, I and an arrow car one. And I want to go back to that. What's your take? You keep asking me, you've asked me this several times on the phone. This is my goddamn show. What, the what, fuck? Is, <laughs> <laughs> what is your take on splitting splitting this with someone 
Um, here's what I think. I think just what I said. I think it represents the community. And I think it's easier for me to look at your car, Paul, and, and see why you won than mine. Hold on one second. Who's sneaking in here? Oh. It's probably Aaron if you're smoking. It is. It is. It is. Aaron. Is it Aaron? Aaron's yeah. checking to see if you're lighting one up down there, which you never do, for the record. You never light it up down there. Never. <laughs> hey, what, what, what about this unicorn juice or something? Oh, shit. Oh. Don't bring that back. All right. So let, me let me finish real quick. I think it's easier for me. That was I like 55 episodes ago. <laughs> I think it's easier for me to look at your car and see why it won than mine. If, if I'm going to be honest, I was super emotional and super happy, obviously. Right. I mean, that was clear. But also days later, I, um, I'm not going to say I question it a little bit why I won. Um, you have a beautiful car. I mean, it's, it's amazing. I know, but so does a lot of other people there. True. Right. And it's hard for me to to think that um, people voted for me over over them, right? In in the niche that I'm in, I mean, I I couldn't possibly name them all, but I'm like like why over Johns? Why over Mario's? Why over Ken's? Why over this? And I go through this in my head, right? Like why why why? Like do I deserve this over them? I I, I don't think I do. Um, your car is a perfect representation of. I, I think like the retro, the retro vibe that everyone's looking for these days. Sure. It's super clean. It's super well done. So I, I, I get why. And, and in my opinion, it was the nicest car there that represented that niche. I appreciate right? it. For me, you know, I, I've won awards, right? I've won quite a few awards. So it's hard to believe that people still vote for me. Um, you know, and then also for me, knowing who, I'm not going to say who I am because I'm, I'm no one different than anybody else, but my car is known, right? I, I, there's no denying that. And then you see the comments. For, see, for you, you should thank me, actually, because I'm taking all the hits this week and you're getting all the congratulations. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's going to be out of relationship. <laughs> right? So for me, I know by when that happened, uh, I knew what was coming with it, right? So, like, I was happy, and I'm happy for me because I know the work I did, but I also feel like there's other people who should have won as well, right? Oh, yeah. And I also know what's coming my way because I do this because I put myself out there, you know, and I say shit that, uh, that some people may not like. Like, I say, Celine Wings suck, like, you know, shit like that. So people are going to be like, oh, fuck that guy, you know what I mean? And they do, right? <laughs> so I also knew what was coming with it. So it's a, at this point in the game, for me, it's very different, Paul, um, than the first time I ever won a show, you know? I'll tell you, I did, you know, last year, we literally built this car for the show last year. And I don't, I was trying to think the other day how we even came about this show. You know, I, I live in Florida. Um, I've been, my very first car was a Mustang when I, I was 14 years old and doing dishes at, um, grandma's ho home cooking. And it was on I-69 in, in uh, Waterloo, Indiana. And uh, my stepdad was the manager and he'd pick me up every day after work and take me straight or every day after school and take me straight to that place to like 11 o'clock at night. So they let me buy a car and I was able to find a guy that had a Mustang in the town that I lived in. 
And uh, he let me do a payment plan on it. And I think I paid like $1,200 for it. And, and I gave him $700 down and like $100 every week or two to, to get this thing. And um, it's just kind of, you know, the, the love of, of this and to go to something like that. Like I said, I'm not for sure how we even stumbled across that show. But I knew that I wanted to get this Capri done for that show last year. And uh, it was kind of our D-Day. And uh, your wife was, you were there by your car. I never knew who you were till, till last year. I didn't know the car. I didn't know anybody. And uh, you were talking to someone. And I went up and I started talking your, your wife's ear off. And I'm like, I love this car. I love this interior. Can you tell me anything about it? Where did you get the seats? Where do you, you know, and she's just like, this is his mistress. You're like, you're going to have to talk to him. And you literally had like a line of people standing there waiting to talk to you. And I'm like, I'm just some, you know, like Hilljack from, from Florida. Like, I'm not going to sit here in a line and be like, Hey, can I ask you a couple questions? And, um, but yeah, it was, it was crazy that again, I was drooling over your car and your wife was probably like, Oh God, here comes someone that's talking to me about it. But, uh, you know, you ask how it is to win an award with you and it's awesome. You know, after last year of checking that out and talking to your wife and all this, but to be here today is, is nuts. I appreciate it, man. Go ahead, Jesse. Paul, I was going to ask, what color is the car? This is where John would be like, it's red. It's red. <laughs> oh, right? so. What color red is your is your car? Because it, it, as Mike says, like it is, it's got like a, a magnetic pull to it. So we'll just say it's red because I don't want to tell you guys. You may lose a couple subscribers if I do. Um, about that, you know, the car. No, no, no. Now it's Chevy. We know it's fucking Chevy now. <laughs> yeah. It is. You Chevy. don't even got to tell us more. So you might as well just spill the bean. It is Fuck Chevy. Traitor. It is Vic it, Victory Red. <laughs> it is Victory Red, and it okay. is a straight up Chevy color. And but how wildly appropriate is that now? Right. True. Victory True. Red. Like that is awesome. That's pretty awesome, dude. For real. And don't feel bad because John's car is also a, a Chevy color. So okay, <laughs> right. That's great, man. So there's been a lot of talk about um, voting, Paul, and I see you chimed in on a lot of it this week. I did. I want to get yeah. your take on it. I'm so trying everyone... to it straight. You know, it's uh, people think that things are swayed, and you know what. Granted, there's people at the show that know you and now they're going to know my car and, and all this other stuff. But think of all the hundreds of people that walk in and get a ticket. And, you know, I feel like they're the ones that are like doing a job and like really applying themselves. And again, uh, some random ass guy from Florida, you know, like I'm just, you know, a nobody that is sitting here now with an award that I am taking pictures of every other day. <laughs> so I knew two, maybe three people going up there. So I, I don't think it's swiped. You know, it's, I like how they're doing it. Right. Do you think it should change? No. No, I didn't vote for my car. You know, it's it's funny. Because well, that would be that would be like bad luck. Like, <laughs> and it's know. number thirteen. So. You can never, you can never, I you can never vote for your own car. Like, yeah, just tell yeah. you can't do it. Like, I'll leave that shit blank before that. It's just bad luck. So the one thing you know, it's it's people are like, oh, people know people, people whatever. And uh, after I won the award, we went back to the car and we're standing there in people were coming up and wanting to shake my hand and say, congratulations. And every other person was saying, I've 
been to your car seven times today. You've never been here. You know, like what the hell were you doing? And I was out falling in love with y'all's foxes. You know, like there were so many beautiful cars there that I, I just, I know what mine looks like. I, it's in my garage. I, I see it every yeah. day. Like to see these other builds that other people are doing, I, I don't want to sit up my car. I do want to meet people and I do want to talk to them about their builds. And So as the, as the other winner, right? I'm going to ask you a serious question. I want a serious answer. Okay. Do you think people voted for my car because of who I am? I don't think so. I don't think so. You know, it's like I said, I fell in love with your car last year. You know, it's, it's a gorgeous car. And I mean, it's no, I, I knew two people there and think of all those people that were there that only knew two people. So all honesty, you say that you always want honesty. Um, yesterday, when you sent me that podcast, that's the first podcast I've ever watched in my life. So right. I I don't know how to get to a podcast. It's crazy that I'm on a podcast. Um, I kept telling people I'm going to watch a podcast and they're like, you can't watch a podcast. It's something you listen to. <laughs> <laughs> right. And uh, So think of all the me's that are up there that don't follow 50 asylum and they don't follow all these other podcasts and they don't know who you are they just see a beautiful car i just just curious because i well, saw a couple comments this week about it i, was well, I agree with paul because nobody voted for the car because of you because you're an asshole <laughs> they may have voted for the car because they like the car but they're not gonna vote for you <laughs> it is. <Such> a bitch. <laughs> but just just a mess um I fucking love your car, dude. Like I oh, was there you. drooling over it. That color combo is it's beautiful. Thank you very much. It's 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 been a long time coming. And um, you know, like even getting to I think Mike was there. Kyle, I think was there, but when I came rolling in, you know, it's like my it was supposed to be like my proud crowning moment. And you know, my car's pissing, you know, radiator fluid all over the place and overheating and you know, all these things, but it just you know, it, to me it's uh that was my trophy, just getting it, you know, to Charlotte, getting it into the show field. And, um, you know, I've, I've had a lot of friends and a lot of people help me get, get it to where it is. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, this is really my first Fox and I'm learning everything kind of for the first time. So, you know, the main reason my car overheated on the way there on the 20 minute drive, uh, you know, is that I went to get the car off the trail in the morning. I found a 20 amp fuse on the floor. I'm like, yeah, that's not important. Just do it in the back. We'll figure out what it is. Turns out to be for my fans. No. And then, yeah, when I did the the overflow uh, reservoir, I put the tube on the wrong side. So that's why we had the, you know, the piston of the coolant at the thing. But I can laugh at it because it's it's learning. It's a learning experience. Um, but I, I appreciate your words. And, you know, as you said, I mean, stuff like that, at least for me, you know, it may not seem that way all the time, but I try to be pretty humble and it's uh that stuff's just hard to hear sometimes you know but i appreciate it and uh i am proud of the car and you know the amount of work that we put into it and the fact that it was there so That's beautiful hey i ripped a fender off last year you overheated this year i mean it's <laughs> shit my car breaks every fucking year <laughs> this show man there's something about not this show. time not this time knock on wood it did no, good it did. i remember the fucking radiator right before the show yeah oh. well also that massive oil leak but that's neither here or there either Dude, my fucking rear main seal. What the fuck? Yeah. Jump. I, got, I got rid of all my leaks this year. I'm happy about that. 
No, yeah. you better no. knock on wood, my friend. I every time big... I come to the show, there's a goddamn problem. Every time. It's always Foxtoberfest. Am I lying, Mike? No, that I got that message yesterday because how my car got messed up. So well, yeah, I'll tell you, I, I think the big person the big lo- not, I'm not gonna say the loser, but the person with the biggest problem this year, which is ironic, because last year he spent most of Foxtoberfest helping Scott, you know, fix his car. Is uh, is Brent? You know, having to replace a fuel pump right there on the, on the you know sh- you know floor stage right there, um, in, in a cool pre, you know, of, of all cars, but right. uh, yeah, that kind of stunk. <laughs> we uh, we took the uh, SVL out for dinner uh, Friday night after the show, and we had to go to Walmart real quick, which was like one point four miles away from the restaurant, and we pull up into the parking spot and we're kind of in two and it went to put into reverse to uh, back up a little bit and pop the, uh, the clutch cable broke. So we were dead in the water in the middle of Walmart. It's starting to rain. It is 1050 at night. We're like, we're going to try to do some hillbilly ingenuity here. We went in and bought like all these zip strips and we're trying to do some like random thing to, to get it to work. And yeah. So ours, the, the SVO, we're lucky to even have it there on Saturday. We had to go to LMR, um, MPD, excuse me, uh, the next morning, and they didn't have what we need. So thank God for O'Reilly's. They they had what we needed. So so is the SVO yours too, the blue one? Uh, it's a friend of mine's, yep. yep. Okay. Do you have a pool? Do you have a pool? No, no. <laughs> Florida. Of course he has a pool. I had an above ground one, but that thing was too much of a maintenance nightmare, so I got rid of it. Uh, you have a hot tub? No, no. Nope. <laughs> got a bathtub. Tom's just—he's clutching. Hey, <laughs> I'll find so, something. <laughs> hey, so, well, you know, we've we've heard about the car, you know, and your your feelings on winning and stuff, and you know, based on the fact that you built the car for a purpose during COVID and you brought it out last year, clearly there's a, a love and a background and a history for you as it relates to these cars. So, where did your love for the Fox body? you know, come from and what, what ultimately brought you to bring and build a Capri? Oh, shit. Like I said, my first car was, um, you know, the, the Mustang, I bought it at 14 years of age, couldn't even get my license for another two years. So it sat in my, sat in my yard again, you know, I've been ADD my whole life and it's my attention span. I, you know, I have attention span of a goldfish and, uh, sounds like that guy. (laughs) um but you know part of being add is being ocd also so i got that car and it sat in our backyard under a tree for about two years and i stripped the whole interior out of it and uh, my my dad was into models and i took like modeling paint and like re-etched everything on it and and detailed the shit out of it and put this car together and i just sit in it and put in my you know, my Motley Crue tape track or, you know, whatever it was. Oh, yeah. Dr. Feelgood. I just thought I was a shit back then. And, uh, you know, I, I had sold it and bought another car. And as a young adult, I ended up buying a, a, a Mustang GT Vert. And I had that for a while. And I got rid of that one. And um, I ended up buying the Triple White uh, Mustang. And, uh, had that for a couple of years and, and ended up selling that. And, and, you know, it's just always been a passion. I think once you get that in your blood, it just kind of always sticks with you. Yeah. And back to the Capri, 
uh, a friend of mine, Sean, his mom had a black RS when I, when we were in the sixth grade, it was black with the gray on the bottom of it and the orange stripe. Awesome. We'd walk over to his house and we'd go inside and I'd sit in his driveway and I'd just be walking around that car. And I'm like, I fucking love this car. Like I will have one. Was and, your dad in the cars? Um, yes. My, my dad died, um, passed at, at a really early age and, uh, but he was into cars. Wait, wait, um, wait, 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 wait. So we can't just ignore that. <laughs> how, how old were you? I was about five when he passed. Oh, wow. Do you remember so, him? Uh, a little bit, a little bit. This is, you know, he, he, yeah, that's, he's, there's a big story there. So he was. Well, what the hell's the big story, Paul? <laughs> you um, can't come on this podcast and say it's a big story and then I give us something. <laughs> he, he was abusive to me as a child. And so I got to live uh, most of my childhood with my grandmother because they, they took me away from my, my family. And uh, yeah, I, I, I know a little bit about it. So, so wait, 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 you got separated for your mom. Your mom didn't leave him. She let you go. Yes. Yes. My mom's an angel. Like my mom is, you know, my mom's 79 years old. Um, she, I could say this. I, she won't be listening to this podcast. I'm pretty sure. Um, but she's some of that 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 chameleon that she has been married three different times. Um, she gets with a man and she morphs into him. You know, she forgets about everybody else in her life and it kind of shoves her head so far up their ass that she forgets about everybody else. So um, she was in love with him. He he was an alcoholic. He was abusive. He wasn't abusive. You know, he's also abusive to her. Um, but, uh, it was, it was safer for me to be at my grandmother's house. So, yeah. Yeah. Now was your grandfather present? No, no. He, you know, my parents were both, um, my dad was 40, 43 when he had me and, uh, my mom was late thirties. So my grandparents all had passed by that point. You know, my, my grandmother was an angel. So. She had a stroke. I was I was young. I was sent to kind of help her out a little bit. So how how young were you? I was just about five, you know. And my mom and him finally got in a huge uh, argument one night, and I remember being at my grandmother's house. And uh, he came in, and my mother took me out, and that's when I went to live back with her. So I wasn't allowed to be with him. So he moved back into my grandma's house, and that's when I moved back with my mom. And then he died. Um, she filed for divorce and he died. He had a massive heart attack. He was a huge alcoholic, you know, bad smoker, overweight. And uh, he had died upstairs in my grandmother's upstairs bedroom. Oh, wow. After him. So you had, so nobody in your family was like in the cars to stem this. You just. My mom got remarried. We had a farm in Indiana and uh, the guy that she was married to loved cars. He, he did what I do now is buy cars and sell them and trade them and, you know, kind of build up the next car. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so, yeah, I, I learned a little bit about cars from him and uh, you know, then she left him when I was 11, 12 years old and then got remarried and uh, her husband, last husband got into cars. And, and so, yeah. All right. Huh. So this, what was your, your, the Capri was your very first box body? Uh, Mustang. Mustang. Yep. And he, you know, he was there. So Gene um, was, he is my, he, the closest thing to a dad that I've ever had. 
And uh, I call him my dad. He passed a couple of years ago from cancer. And thank God my mom's single for once. But uh, I wish she'd be with someone now, though. But, uh, you know. How old I'm, are you, Paul? How old am I? I'm 48. Oh, <laughs> You're the old guy in the room. I know. I know. For um, once. Hallelujah. Right. <laughs> Mike's the baby. He is the baby. Mike's not even, he, he can't even identify 30 yet. What? Get the hell out of here. My name's not Dominic. <laughs> My name's not Dominic. So, Tom, you're 45, 46? 45. 45, Jesse? 46. 46, okay, okay. I could lie. I, I'm, I'm 43. <laughs> there you go. That's great. So what other plans you got for this car, man? I know you're not going to leave it the same. You got the bug now. And you won. So now you're always going to be looking. Well, now you got to build a new car, right? Because you can't just keep going with the same car now. You can't right. be like Tom. I'm in my my guest bedroom. Uh-oh. And this is a little prevail of what's Ooh. to come. Yo, you want to sell that? Me and Mike need one of those. Oh, hold on. <laughs> here's, here's what's going to kind of give it away a little bit. Oh, I can't lift it up because the whole front of it. You got another Capri. It's not a Capri. No, it's an 82 GT, isn't it? Can't see it. Can't see it Man, he's got an eye, and I couldn't even show you anything. So yeah, we're uh, I'm in the process of building a 82 GT right now. Oh, I love them, dude. Yeah. Brent, I'm so proud of it. <laughs> Do you build all these out of your house, or you have a shop you use, or? Um, we have a garage in the back. We built a, um, it's a 36 by 24 aluminum garage that we did. So he is a rich guy, Jesse. (laughs) (laughs) I knew I'd find it. (laughs) I got that during COVID and I beat the guys down. I'm a, I'm a broker. I'm the brokest rich guy you would ever meet. Um, I beat the guy down and we got it for under $20,000. All right. That's awesome. Which is awesome. So yeah, we. Uh, I wish I had a, a camera and GoPro to take you out there and kind of show you some of the projects that. That's been my about. favorite for I front end. Mm-hmm. The eighty-two. Yeah, it's so badass. Yeah. Mike and I are kind of looking, searching for one for the Capri. Okay. Okay. For that vibe. Well, I'm looking that's through not- your Instagram and I see something that's potentially in that garage. If that's it, I don't know. Podcast might be over, but a blue. It looks like an IROC or Z28. Oh, that was, that's my, uh, I bought that down here again. Um, it was an RS. It was a 1990, um, RS, okay. five um, 20,000 miles on it. The car was beautiful. Oh, wow. You I still, you still own it? No, I sold it to some guy that owns a car lot up in North Carolina. I've laid enough. No shit. So you actually, that's your job buying and flipping cars. No, it's just a hobby. Again, it's, I can't sit still. So what's your, what's your everyday job? Oh shit! <laughs> um, He's like I own a strip club. <laughs> yeah, I wish. I wish I deal with a bunch of hookers, but uh, no, I, <laughs> I. I actually I do hair for a living. I own a. I own oh. a hair salon. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. So, wait a second! Take your hat off. Hold on. I know I'm bald. Don't no I don't know about that, dude. Get out of here. I do cut my own hair. All right, my wife owns a salon as well. Oh no, shit! Yeah, yeah, that's what she does for a living. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. awesome. But she's a girl, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. Hey, I, I had to get you. You got I mighty big balls, Tom, to be an opposite ends of the coastline. <laughs> uh, I had to get him. So, all right, let's talk about that for a second. How long have you owned your own place? Um, if, back up in Indiana, I owned two. I was I had two Alveda salons up there in Fort Wayne. 
Um, and I did that for about 10 years and I just got sick of the winters. I don't know how you guys do it up there. My God, like I've not ever been to, to Pennsylvania and stuff in the winter, but Indiana was brutal. Um, so I came home one day and got sick of it and sold my salon, sold my house and packed up and moved to Tampa, Florida. So um, I was here for two years doing hair, and then that's when I opened up my first salon. So eight years of owning a salon down here. Nice. What's the name of it? You might, you don't have to say it. Oh, it's my last name. It, it's Van Hall Salon Studios. All right. Okay. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, it is cool. So it's now you only only one. How long have you been doing that for? Like since out of school? 20, uh, 23 years. Oh, so shit. I, yeah, 25. I worked in a garage for a while. You know, I back up in Indiana, I worked, uh, I actually worked for Bosch. I was one of the mold technicians out of high school, and I did that for a few years, um, making fan shrouds, all that good stuff, and left that and went to, went to work at a little garage. And, uh, you know, it was funny because weekends we would, I knew a lot of people and we'd go out and kind of, I was in the party scene a little bit and kind of the fun scene, you know, as young and dumb and had some money in my pocket and um, people would come in on a Monday and they're like, what'd you do over the weekend? And I'm like, I went to Indianapolis and got to see Thunderpuss 2000 mix, you know, like I was in the DJ booth where, we you know, like right. it was insane. And yeah, they'd all look at me and kind of shake their head and they're like, you know, and I'm like, what'd you do? And they were like, sat at home, you know, beat my wife for a little while or whatever, you know? And I was like, man, this is so like out of my realm. And that's when I was like, I need to do something. I need to figure out how to talk to people and, and be around people. And, and, you know, so my aunt always wanted me to do hair and, and, you know, my mom worked in a factory, Essex wire, and she came home hating her job. And we'd go to my aunt's place to have my mom's hair to get done. And we'd walk in there and she'd have four of her friends sitting around. They'd all be drinking wine and laughing and, you know, shooting the shit. And I'm like, I think this is kind of what I want to do for a living opposed to working in the factory. So yeah, but why did you, why did your aunt, like your aunt knew that you knew how to do it? Uh, she, I always showed interest in it. You know, when I was in the third grade, she had tanning beds and it was at Christmas and I was like, Aunt Trudy, can I jump in a tanning bed? And she's like, yeah. So she threw me in one for like three minutes and my mom's like, she can't be in there. You know, what the hell are you doing? And I was yeah. fully clothed. It was in the middle of winter up there, you know? And, uh, after Christmas break, I went back to school and I thought, I was a shit because all my friends, I was like, I got to lay in a tanning bed. My aunt owns three of them. Like, you know, Mike Shell just... in his fucking house, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think you I'm kidding, bro? He's going in his fucking house. <laughs> I don't have a pool. No, he's got a tanning bed. Tanning you don't bed. tell me you don't. That's I awesome. do. I have a tanning bed upstairs. <laughs> That's awesome. He's like, Mike's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but I thought I was a shit, you know, and it's just my mom's second husband believed that children were to be seen and not heard. So from like the age of five, she literally, you know, my, my father had passed and uh, she came to my grandma's house with this, this new guy, because after dad passed, I moved back in with my grandmother because that was the time my mom could go out and kind of be wild and soil her oats after a while. And, uh, she got remarried and she got married from a guy, you know, he was from the hills of, of Virginia and, you know, he get down yonder, look at that there, you know, and it's like, where is yonder and what is that there? You know, and, but he was, 
he would beat the shit out of us if we went out and we spoke up. And his rule was children are to be seen and not heard. And I'll tell you, that makes for an awkward ass adult is, you know, don't don't distill those properties in any of your kids ever. Yeah, right. So um, again, awkward as a, a young adult and, uh, you know, doing hair actually has brought me out of, of a shell and one-on-one I'm great with people in a front of, you know, any more than what you guys are. It's I'm awkward as shit. We're all awkward in our own way, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the older you get, the more you realize that I think. Right. With that, with that, what was your, what was your favorite car? At what was my favorite car? Yeah. Back to the. Fox body stuff. Oh shit. Um, from the show, the, Oh God, there was a blue GT that the paint was so tied on that it was just mind blowing. Um, the red GT over by Fox body FXs. I, again, I, I, I'm not on podcasts. I don't know a lot of the people's names, but it was uh, my merchant's car. Yeah, merchants. It, that thing, son of a gun. I've walked by that so many times. And I just, there was one after another. You know, you can appreciate one for the color, the other one for the build, the other one for the interior, you know. And it, it's just, like I said, I, there was, okay, we met a guy there last year. He has an 86 blue Mustang Saline, and it's one of four ever made. And I know, Tom, you're cracking on Saline's earlier, but this car is just pretty. Yeah. Surprised there's three other people that you're a bad taste. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, I've wanted a Saline and they're kind of overlooked a little bit. You know, they're, they're pretty cars, but they're, they're kind of overlooked a little bit. What do you think about Saline's, Mike? Uh, well, I don't like the wings, but that yellow one, I mean, the fake one that won, I thought that was the same one that comes up here at Chocolate Fox, no, but it's not. No. <laughs> so, I think this thing had toned, had toned down the wing and used something other than wood screws to put the front bumper on, it would probably yeah, be all that. That's, that's stupid. I don't know why so, you would do that. I don't know. I hope this that guy doesn't get in, um hammered too much but uh rumor has it that that car was a replica jesse that's what i heard i heard somebody say it was a replica and it had a number six it had a number on it because that number was never in production or something like that yeah. it was number six yeah, yeah that's what I heard. he had the feature mustang that's a 93 yellow feature um that he turned into a cobra or a saline clone but he okay. won he won uh what war did he win Probably best modified, I imagine. No, 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 no. no. special edition. Um, special, special edition. edition. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> I saw some shit online. People were really fucking pissed that he won best special edition, but people didn't know um, that it wasn't real. Yeah, he apparently I, it's like the exact clone from the real one that goes to Chocolate Fox. What'd you say, Mike? No, I honestly I thought it was the same one from Chocolate Fox, and I love that car so. I know who got a special edition boat for that one. <laughs> so, that was that was my bag. Because I well, if, if it was a spring feature car, it's still a special edition. It's still a special so. edition, yeah. So, well, here's the thing, man. People like are pissed about that, right? Just like no matter what, someone's gonna get pissed. No matter who wins, someone's gonna get pissed. It should have been them. It should have been you. It should have been blah blah blah, right? But 
I mean, if, unless you're a Celine, Celine enthusiast, how the fuck are you going to know the difference, right? True. True, true. Fooled me. <laughs> hey, you know I'm just, mean? I'm happy nobody's busting my balls about a Capri winning. You know, I'm. No, I'm, everyone's I'm, busting my fucking balls. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I'm, I love winning this award with you, dude. <laughs> I'm taking all the heat. Holy shit. <laughs> I you shouldn't you be know. allowed to win. Your I car figured. isn't as nice as that car. Blah blah blah. I've heard I all. I haven't seen anything bad about you about yours. I I, oh, I, I have. <laughs> Trust me, I get tagged in the shit and oh, sent yeah. over. But it's fine. I knew it was coming, right? And, and listen, all you know, all's fair in love and war, man. Like, there's always going to be opinions. There's no right one. There's no wrong one. I don't know why. <clears throat> voted for my car over others well the thing is i think and you know we've covered this before on the pod is that um when you get to a place where you win like a show or you get a best of show or even one of the other awards right your car becomes this you know thing right like it's this is the best car at this show or this is the best 89 or you know 89 to or 87 to 93 whatever right and immediately i think you become a target because everybody out there that thought their car was the best or anybody out there that was out trying to champion votes and we've seen it right oh vote yeah. for my car it's the best then they're they're not validated and then immediately when they don't get what they want they turn around and they're like well fuck that dude like his that's my car should have won so then that's where that you know, manifestation of the hate and, you know, stuff comes in, I think. And, you know, again, too, it's this kind of artificial environment we live in with the internet where you can say anything, right? How many people at the show, Tom, told you you were an asshole? How many people at the show told you to your face that your car sucks? Oh, not, not, one, nobody. not one, not one. Because they don't have the freaking balls to do it. Yeah. And that's, that's just where we live. And I think that when you do win an award such as this, that's where those things start to come in, especially if you have history in the community. Um, I remember like 2017 or 2018, there was a guy there that, um, you know, they had first done the, the voting by like fan choice. They had like a text number and you texted in like whatever the winning car was. Well, this dude that ultimately ended up winning wasn't an idiot. And he got out there and said, vote for my car. And he had all this, you know, to do and he's posted on Instagram and he ultimately won. And the amount of shit that, that guy caught was absolutely ridiculous. And I think that, again, it just goes to show that, you know, people are, you know, they can be bitter and they don't get what they want. And then I think the other part of that is, is, is we've talked about it many times. We talked about it with Rob is that, you know, if you're in the middle of working on your car or you have something that's maybe not as nice, or you don't perceive it as nice as anybody else's, you have two choices really. You can get out there and fix it. I don't know what's going on there. It happens at work all the time. I don't know what the balloons are, but whatever. Um, <laughs> a little party going on. Yeah, exactly. But you have two choices, right? Is you can either get after it and you can make your car better and compete the next year, or you can sit on your couch and you can bitch and talk crap about somebody else, right? And I think that that's, that's just kind of what we're seeing. Um, and, and I think it's going to be that way forever because – it's just, it's so much easier to do that online than it is face to face. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I don't know. Like I said, I mean, I, I see it all, Paul. So it, it is what it is. I expected it. I even said to Jesse that night, didn't I tell you that night? I said, man, yeah. 
I'm going to get fucking hammered this week. <laughs> you know? Yep. But, um, well, if it matters, I love your car. So I, well, I, I did get asked a question. Um, I did get asked a question over Instagram. And I told the guy I would answer it on here because I'm obviously I'm on the listen. He asked me why I think, <clears throat> why I think, and I'm going to ask you this question, Paul, about your car. Why I think um, people voted for me over cars like Merchant, right? Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I thought about this hard the past couple of days. And it's like, the only thing I can think of, and I could be completely off on this, is it's relatable. Um, it, it's relatable. I, I feel like when you when you look at my engine bay and my interior, I feel like guys feel like they can accomplish that versus some stuff that's you know everything's tucked you know to your, to your average guy right like that's the only thing i can come up with so i guess my answer to that guy's question is um the only thing i could think of is is it's relatable yeah. right yeah i've been asking myself i'm like how again i wasn't at my car because there are so many beautiful cars at that show and it's insane to think that and my garage is a car that a lot of people liked, you know, and it's, I don't know. I've asked myself probably a thousand times, like, what was it about this one? And it could have been the luck of the draw. It could have been the number, you know, maybe 13 people just loved it. Um, or, you know, it was just relatable and, and different enough that it was eye-catching, you know, and I was like, was it the fact that it was in VIP? Was it the fact that, like, the parking spot, you know, it, did the parking spot make it more visible for people? Or, you know, like, I don't know why that one got the, the draws. I'm, I'm floored, but, yeah. You know, you gonna bring, go ahead, Jesse. I was, I was going to say, you know, it's interesting, you know, Paul, you keep coming back to the number, right? So before I ask this question, I just wanted to re everybody remember context, right? So we were at a Fox Body show. That's, you know, the primary, like the, the staple motor is the five liter V8, right? Yep. So Tom, what was your number? 302. Ah. So 302. So, you know, again, if you're a Fox body show, maybe you don't know. And you're just like, ah, 302 sounds good. See, so I mean, who knows? You know, there may be something to that as well. Right. Yeah, that's who nice. knows? It's wild shit, right? Yeah. I am Are you still Head are over gonna, heels that people voted for this. You know, it's you, your car, Jesse's car. You know, like any of your cars are fucking beautiful. You know, it's, it's, I can see why someone. So is yours, it. dude. I could see why someone voted for yours. We were going to, if you didn't have that fucking sticker on the windshield. Yeah, that's your story. <laughs> well, we even told you that. But, but you know what, though? I think it's a very interesting point that Paul brought up a few minutes ago that it almost goes counter to, to like, car culture like car show culture right where he's like hey i wasn't buying my car because i was out looking at all these other ones you know normally people are out there rubbing the paint off their car you know it's waiting for people to come by to talk to him but he's like hey i know what my car looks like i'm gonna go see everybody else's and i think that's yeah. a really interesting perspective because it, you know until you said that i never really thought about it that way but you're right like you know every nook cranny and flaw on your car 
Yeah. So why are you going to sit by it for hours and not get out there and look at everybody else's? So yeah. I appreciate that perspective because it's different. Yeah. yeah. Mike, what did you think of the show overall this year? I thought it was fun. I think the after parties were the shit, though. That's where it was at. Friday yeah. night was fun. The brewery was awesome. I mean, obviously, we had some fun on the way back, you know, on the way home, but – I don't know. The show was the show was great. I'm not going to bash the show at all in any way, but I had more fun Friday night than anything. Like I mean, well, I think that's always the consensus, right? We always yeah. the show I mean, is just we you got to get through the show so you can see your boys and hang out with everybody. Yeah. you know what I mean. Well, well and that's you know, what I told. I said that I think you know on I think it was Thursday night when the three of us you know were together at the house you know with everybody else that I think that it, as I get older, I, I've come to realize that. You know, the shows are merely an excuse to get together with your friends. And it's how did I say it, Tom? It was like basically like the placeholder before you can actually get out of the show and go right. hang out with your buddies. Right. Yeah. Like if we could make the show smaller, like eight to 12, you would have a whole lot more time hanging out with your friends and more fun. Yeah. Right. But again, it's an excuse to get out there and get with your friends. And, yeah, you so know, I think, I think this year felt like the show went a lot quicker and I got to spend less time with my friends, which I didn't, that's one thing about this year i didn't like i felt like last year we had like the days right because we'd get there wednesday or something then you have all day thursday you go to event thir thursday night then you have all day friday and then you go to the event friday night right mm -hmm. and then you got the saturday show and everyone goes back hangs out so with the two days you're at the show field all day both days like we missed a whole day of being able to hang out you know, just hang out with our friends during the day. Bullshit, hang out. So, well, I also remember too that we had, you know, 23 of our closest friends at the table, you know, it compiled in that one area that, again, thanks to Jen, from the Bible Asylum area, you know. So, I think that that probably took a bit of it as well because you're still wanting to see everybody socialize and all that. And then you also, too, not to dismiss the impact that the rain had on Saturday. I mean, you basically lose a half a day, maybe a third of a day due to the yeah. rain. You know, yeah. so it was a good, it was good. Hopefully, um, next year, even better. Hopefully, we can make it better next year. Paul's gonna have Paul's gonna have underglow. I, no shit, like I need to. I have underglow, and it was supposed to be on this year. It was. It's all out there. It's twelve different colors. Um, I just ran out of time trying to put this car together. I Did feel you, what, what were you for underglow or against it before the show? I'm a product of the 80s and 90s. Like I had a lowrider back in the day that had a show yeah. on it. Like I I I think it's retro as shit and it probably fits my car pretty damn well. Um I think it's quirky and I think it's fun. Did what do you think about the brewery all lit up? It looked badass. I love it. I love it. You know the what haters I can talk all the shit they want. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. That shit was lit. No yeah. pun intended. Right. I was so pissed that I didn't put the underglow on when I didn't get the park up top. I'm like, this is sad. Like, yeah. <laughs> see, but it's what, um, on my counter right now. Like, it's it's still sitting out there, and I'm like, so it, full it's disclosure, there were some people pissed off that we wouldn't let them let them up top. Yeah, influencers. Hey, you there was a couple. Your... There was a couple influencers that were not happy that we would not let them up top. You had but your I, stick. Here's the deal. I said from the very beginning, I don't give a shit who you are, how many followers you are, who the hell you think you are. 
we're reserving that for cars to undergo and we're sticking to it. And that's what happened. If they don't like it, too fucking bad. Get you some sure. underglow, bitches. Yeah. <laughs> or get your own you know, section of the show. Right. <laughs> I mean, I didn't even leave the top lot the whole night. I mean, right. that was where it was at. I mean, everybody was hanging out up there. Yeah. Yeah, it was sick. Yeah. What what'd you think of the awards? And uh actually while we got him on here, let's thank Mike, Jesse. No. Yeah. Because Mike Paul is the one who made all those awards for the pre-meet for the brewery night. Yeah, Mike did an amazing job. And anybody no that take a picture. Yeah, Mike did a the except for the, the big chop award. John yep. made that himself. Yeah. Okay. He but he did a great job, too, by the way. Absolutely. Yeah. John did a fantastic job. But you know, and I guess really, you know, that's kind of one of those things that, you know, Tom, myself and John, you know, are blessed just to be surrounded by people with skill like that and, and artists, really. I mean, you know, Mike, you probably don't want to hear that, but, you know, artists that can put that stuff together. And, um, you know, what John and Mike created as far as the awards or it's if we were, I, I'm fearful because now the bar has been set so high. I think that expectation is going to come if we do it again. Like, hey, oh, I no. a meat cleaver in my, you know, freaking camshaft, you know, award. Like, what's going on? Don't worry. Yeah. We're already, we're already, I'm already on it. All I right. was already sending them pictures the other day. So. You'll have to do like titanium camshafts though, because Austin, that was his name, right? John, uh, Tom was Austin, the guy that won the, the big yeah. chop. Yeah. That poor guy got a hernia picking up his award. Dude. <laughs> yeah. It is well, what it is. Yeah. We ain't making so, no bitch ass trophy. I got a box full of cams and springs and, and all good control arms. I'll bring all that shit to you guys next year. Yeah, send them up. The, the funny thing was, Baby Chop was literally just a joke. A joke. And it just it came out so good. Like nice. that was that was one of my favorites. I mean the fishbowl too, though. That that was awesome. I was I was so upset. That he tinted his windows, but I had to give it to him anyway. Cause like, I don't know what was even worse. The fact that he tinted his windows or that I had to cut open a pack of hot wheels to get that one white Fox body to stick in there. That I think hurt me. So just for everyone, who's, just for everyone who's listening, Mike, um, Brian cook has been rocking no tint for a, a long time. Everyone was busting his balls about calling out the fishbowl, blah, 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 blah. So Mike went out and actually bought a fishbowl and made him a, a fishbowl award. But he tinted the windows before he got to the show, so it fucked everything up. Good job, Brian. Way to fuck things up. Way to go, Cookie. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, those Paul, those awards came together like that. Like Me and Mike were on the phone. He'd be like, what do you think of this? I would just doodle at work. Like I'd make a sketch, like literally make a quick drawing. Send him a picture. He's like, I'm on it. Boom. 20 minutes later, I'm getting a picture of the trophy made of nice, exactly nice. how I sketched it. So he killed the it. Creativity. Man. That's insane. Yeah. I was like, that was the most productivity I've had at work all like year. I feel he was like. having fun. <laughs> I was having fun, you know. But here's the thing it's a double edged sword, Paul, because um, he not only made those cool ass awards, but then one of those awards I fucked his car up with. Oh no! And I, I, yeah, it's been bothering me ever since. So literally, we loaded the car the night before the show, right? Yeah. Mike's like, don't talk about it. Blah blah blah. Yeah, no, you don't have to talk about it. No, I got to because I still feel bad. I, we got to talk about these awards because it's a double-edged sword. Someone has like a three thousand dollar award at the end of the day because it's going to cost me to paint your car. <laughs> right? It's not that bad. 
So Lolly's got an expensive ass ward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was the underglow award. I was setting it on my trailer to take a picture of it. And he walked by and I like, whatever, I lost whatever, wasn't paying attention. And somehow or other things started tipping over and it's got those, the crown with the big spikes on it. Oh no. So he, when he walks back, like I was about ready to snap the picture. He walks back and I see him like lunge for the car. And I look on forward. I don't even know how it felt. It just did. Right. Yeah. Right and bam into the side of the car and fucking nick the shit out of the whole thing. Oh shit! So it's now okay. I'm freaking the fuck out. No, but I called a couple painters and we just got it. Whenever he has time, uh, you couldn't tell. Nobody noticed it. I don't know, Mike. I saw scratches went all down the side and around the back and around the other side. It was really bad. <laughs> shit happens, but it, it wasn't. It could have been worse. Regardless, whether it could be worse or not worse, I fucked it up. So therefore, I need to fix it. That's awesome. That's a good right. friend. Though. A lot of people wouldn't do that. So good for you. No, no, no. I, I need to make sure it's taken care of. It's been bothering me since. It's so going to be it, the nicest part on that car. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it'll motivate you to play paint the rest. Gather <laughs> it in all the way around. I mean, you'll be right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. It's the whole fucking quarter panel and everything. It's got to get painted. Hey, you were uh, asking me about some cars that I liked, and I totally space this, um, but I kind of want to touch base on, on a couple things. Um, infamous Project. I don't know who that is. I don't know anything, but... Jesus Not many people Christ. do. Don't worry. He's very mysterious. That dude has some sexy-ass cars. That white coupe, that black vert. Like, what the hell is going on? I was going to ask him to come on here tonight with you, actually. But uh, I know he just did. Uh, he had a late night last night, so I didn't want to bother him. Wow. Yeah, dude, he's got some sick shit. And his style is, uh, you know, no performance. It's all low, big wheels, that kind of thing. He's cutting. He's like, listen, he's the king of low in the Fox Buddy world. And sure. people can say what they want, but it's the truth. Like, Chris is the king of low, uh, plain and simple. Yeah, that black vert with those LEDs under it, like the the, the glow, it like that thing was just gorgeous. He like, raised that car up one inch to go to the show. Oh, really? Was it so just you know, or what? You know how low that car is. Uh-huh. Now imagine uh-huh. an inch lower. And they have speed bumps at that brewery. Like how the yeah, hell we found it. We found a different way in though. Wow. <laughs> Secret way in. Yeah, so his stuff is amazing. And uh, Jesse, you asked um, a couple things that I want to do about a build for the mm-hmm. uh, pre next year. Um, Travis with classic LEDs. I I want to get LEDs wrapped up back there. I think oh, that yeah. was, his work is just insane. So I think that's going to be one of the first things. Um, and I need to get some new heads on this thing because I have um, this car was a, a COVID build, and I want to go back to this. Um, COVID turned me into an alcoholic. I was drinking Jack and Cokes every night and not just like one or two, but I was filling like a a glass three quarters away with Jack and splashing it with Coke. And uh, I, this Capri made me quit drinking because I couldn't afford a build and my alcoholic, you know, tendencies. So three years ago, you know, I've quit drinking over three years now because all my money's gone to that car for a while. So with that being said, one of the first things I want to do is put some new heads on it because during COVID, I wasn't able to source out any like good heads. So it has like a set of Speedmaster heads on it right now. 
So I think I want to go with more like the, the FR heads. Um, any suggestions from you guys or anybody? Just a, a stock 302? Uh, it's a 306. We had it board 30 over. I put what an is it in. It's a 306? It is a 306, yep. AFR 165. Um, AFR 165? That's what I got. Now, AFR 165s would be, would be good. Okay. Like, if then, you're going to go aluminum. That's my opinion. I have a lot of experience with those heads. Okay. Um, so, I mean, other people, there's lots of other heads, trick flow, blah, blah, blah. But my experience is AFR 165s. Mike's car is a perfect example. Mike's car is normally asked. You can give the details of your car, Mike. Yeah, it's a 306 AFR 165s. Got a comp cam in it and uh, the Holly System Max intake. Okay. And she put down, what was it, 368 or 363 and 427 foot pounds. Yeah. Are you kidding? No, at the wheel. We at have wheel. similar builds, and I had mine tuned while we were there, and it was putting out two, 270. And that's with an Anderson N41 cam that we just put in it the week before we brought it up to the show. Yeah, I, yeah, I so use Mike's, Mike's car as an example for all 306 builds because that thing NA makes, like I said, it makes 368 wheel, 480 foot pounds of torque. That's it's, awesome. Yeah, all normally aspirated, nothing crazy, and it runs great. You're putting out a hundred more horsepower than I am. And it was built like what 20 years ago? That's the original motor from my car. Okay, okay. That's in Mike's car. And you're running what's yours? Mine? Yeah. Uh Dart 363. Okay. Okay. So you got yeah. all kinds of money in yours. <laughs> all, all the horsepower. I was gonna say I was watching, and what's it putting out like eleven hundred horsepower at this point? It can. <laughs> I don't drive it around on that. It can do that. I we have no E eighty five around here or nothing, so I normally run the car ninety three pump, and then when I want to make big power, I go to C sixteen because I don't have to change my fuel map with okay. C sixteen. So I mean, where we Mike and I live, you know, eight hundred plus is just ridiculous to even think about. 675 is ridiculous to think about. So I have multiple tunes with the Holly all on the fly. I could just tap a button and it goes from like 675 to 950, whatever I have, whatever, really whatever I bring it to blue sky and put on the dyno and do something. It's just kind of whatever I'm in the mood to make it, make it for whatever show I'm doing or wherever we're going. But it's, it could be a whole bunch of things. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm the same way. My car can be whatever I want it to be when I want it to be there. So. <laughs> I got it. I got it. You know, just a little stock too right now. It's probably like a hundred horse. But if I want it to be like a thousand, I'll put like thirty G's into it, and I'll have a thousand horse. So. Pile it up. You better come up with more than thirty G's. <laughs> so yeah, we were at B Dubs one night, and up rolls this beautiful white coupe. Again, I don't know names. I don't know people. He popped his hood, and he had a new Coyote twin turbo. Son of a bitch, Tim Lynch. Jesus Christ, like I couldn't stop drooling on that car. And I'm like, he's got more money into that that setup than I have in the whole super thing. nice car. Yeah. Holy cow. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> it, it makes me so the number third thing I have. Look, always... look how giddy giddy Jesse is as soon as you said that day. Look at him. Well, no, it's just funny because I was, you know, you're right. It's a really cool car. What was hilarious is the amount of dudes that came around as soon as he pulled up out front. Remember? Everybody yeah. in my world, oh yo, what's up? What's going on over here? We got topped out cars. Let me see. 
Where's the power? <laughs> and then everybody saw, oh, yeah, he just put down 1,300 wheel like last week. Like, 1,300. Mother of God. Yeah. I mean, my expedition's pretty close to that, but <laughs> we don't like to brag. <laughs> so Dude, I, I that car put, inspired me to do something over the winter. I do want to put a power adder to the, the Capri. So we were talking to, about this the other night in text. Dude, I think you need to do a fucking Kenny Bell. Yeah, do it old school. I think yeah. I need I need to I need to do something to it. I need to get more than 270 horsepower out of this thing. I mean, do you want it crazy fast or you just want it cool? Um cool and like a little fast. 700. Let's shoot seven, maybe eight hundred oh, horsepower. Change your fucking motor. <laughs> I mean, I'm just being honest. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think what you should do is you should put your effort into your 82. Because th- that car has not been seen yet. It's not known. So you come out swinging both heavy left and a heavy right blower or whatever, you know, and leave leave the Capri the way it is. So you have a stock block in it, you said? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you, if you're shooting for that kind of horsepower, that motor needs to come out and start all over. Okay. Well, the, the Mustang, the 82, we uh, put a, a stroke 347 in it. Yeah. So that, well, that, that's the car you would, you would put. The, the power motor. Yeah. Right. Well, is it a stock block? It is. It's still the, the original 82 block. Hmm. Board over. So we got to be careful because I know that, uh, yeah, I don't want to be, tr- you know, blowing pistons mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So, yeah. So my opinion is put a Kenny Bell on that Capri. If it's. Okay. Okay. What do you guys think of that? Are you going to leave the 82 carburetor set up or are you going to do No, that? I just got a Holly Sniper 2 system um, delivered why, to my shop while I was up in uh, um, the show. So we're doing the, the Sniper 2 on it. So fuel injection. That would be awesome. Yeah. Well, it's funny because I was talking to Chris about this at the house, right? So infamous project, um, you know, Paul, and uh, we were talking about it. And Chris's recommendation is always, well, no, I shouldn't say always, but his recommendation for me was a 347. Okay. He's like, okay. yeah, you get the best of all the worlds with a 347. You know, you can, you know, boost it if you want to. But, you know, that's what he has in Shitbox Fox. And that car put down, you know, good power for what it is. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think he got a lot of fun with it. So, I say 363 or Godzilla. <laughs> I want to keep, you know, something like the Capri I, or even the Mustang. I, I have to keep it like you classified it a retro. You know, I and I, fucking Kenny Bell's the answer all day long. I think you're right. I think you're right. You know, it's when people come up, I want them to see that it's still a five liter. Um, I want to stay true to to that generation. You know, the the four I. Um, so Kenny Bell. What anything else you want to do to it besides that? I want to name it. Okay, oh, so this the uh, remember I said it doesn't have a name. Everybody else's car has a name on this channel. Like everybody comes up with these quirky, quirky <laughs> names. I get new cars all the time. Like I cycle through them, and I'm like, oh, it's a blue car, it's a red car, it's a black car. Like I need to name this car. You should call it Caprice soon. Caprice like soon. <laughs> <Caprice Sassoon. laughs> Dude, that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy of mine, Matt, um, I stole the coined uh, Capri Sun. He wants to do Capri Sun on one of his. I don't think you should put the word Capri in it at all. No? Shit's played out, man. Like, you know, everyone with a fox body, blue fox, red fox. 
Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. You know, like fucking Wicked Stepsister is badass, right? Oh, my God. Like, that's a fucking name, man. Uh You know what I mean? Well, I was thinking like the the redheaded stepchild or the redheaded stepsister, you know, something to kind of go off. Yeah, like something like that, dude. Like, that's cool shit. I think he ties it to, uh, you know, like some hair products. Like, you know, instead of Paul Mitchell, it's like. I don't want to be associated to that. Like, oh, when people put out yeah. hair, they they scratch their head and they're like, "Well, that's oh, what paid know. for the fucking car, no?" It, yeah. it does. It does. It does. But own yeah, that I mean, shit. I say own that shit. <laughs> I, I like to keep parts of me away from other parts of me. I think so you nicknamed it FTC. Fox Tan Chop. <laughs> you know, you get the cam, you got the chop, you got the fox body, you got the salon. Be like Mike, get your tanning bed. All right, so <laughs> here's yeah. a challenge for everybody in the Facebook group, blah blah blah, whoever or listening. If you get any cool ideas to name this car, message Paul either on Instagram or Facebook and throw him some ideas. I'm gonna start thinking about it too. Instagram, you know what's gonna happen? Instagram, my Instagram's p underscore Van Holst. Um, yeah, so if they don't have it, I have like 500 followers and I got to be honest, I got 300 of them this week. So <laughs> Mike, you know what? Being on this podcast, you're going to have 498. So good nope. job. Perfect. <laughs> well, no, John's here. He might gain two. Yeah. You might gain one. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll do, we'll put a post up for you. I know, I know Tom will do it and put some, uh, a post so that people can help name the car. Yeah, uh, of course. And I'll throw off to get some names too. You know, like Vic, Victory Vixen, because it is Victory Red, you know, Vixen, I'm not so keen on, but I don't know. Mm, it's a tough one. Red, I don't know. Red cars are always hard to, hard to name, I feel like. I, I don't know. They're hard, but I'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Firefox, Foxfire. No, like- nothing with the word Fox in it. Okay, okay. Shut that so down. Played okay. out. How about Rojo Go? Rojo. No. Yeah. That's Red Go. Music you listen to. What do I listen to? Yeah. Oh shit. Depends uh what kind of day is it? I mean in the morning I work out um early in the morning and I am hard rock. So for the What's hard I'll, rock? Tell me hard, hard rock to me. Well, I'll lead off, read off some of my playlists to you. Well, how about when you get into the Fox, you're going to go on an angry drive. What are you listening to? Um, you know, I love old school, like Megadeth, um, My Darkest Day Radio, Alice in Chains, Five Finger Death Punch. Um, I'm just kind of reading through some of these. Like, I grew up a, a hard rocker. You know, I listened to Metallica. My, my very first album was Ozzy Osbourne, um, Bark at the Moon. And, uh, you know, it's just my brother loves hard rock he was more the um like rah 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 and i'm like i want something with some music in it you know like i love pantera i love it a lot of those other ones and uh he just loved the screaming stuff and i'm like what are they even saying you know when you have to read what they're saying it kind of takes a point away i love that shit dude what are you talking about (laughs) the interesting thing is and we didn't know it at the time but he was actually getting ready for marriage so you know, they just yell at you all the time. I love that shit. The harder and heavier, it's awesome. So, yeah, I listen the whole time I'm working out. So, oddly enough, I was listening to your guys' podcast this morning at the gym because I was trying to um, get caught up and, and figure out what you talk about and, and kind of the logistics of things. And so I was listening to your podcast. And uh, I was doing squats, and you guys were interviewing Dom, and, and 
just busting each other's balls. And I'm sitting there laughing my ass off. And it was the first time at the gym that I didn't listen to hard rock music. And I'm laughing and I'm looking around and people are kind of looking at me like, what the hell am I doing? And I'm like, do they think that I'm laughing at them? Like, what is going on? Yeah, that's great. That makes me smile. (laughs) (laughs) The camaraderie you guys have is is actually really cool. So, um, but yeah, I was, I was laughing and so, but on the side note, when I come home and I shower and I get ready to go to work, I listen to like jelly roll and country music and you know like i love country music and then when i go into the shop i play like 80s 90s and you know, john so- loves jelly roll just want to make that clear yeah not the not the singer though <laughs> <laughs> the raspberry one huh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, all right 80s 90s what's your what's your favorite 80s 90s I love Alice in Chains. You know, it's yeah. it's some of the Alice in Chains. Um, well, there you go. It's, your car's got to be called the Rooster. Oh, oh. Yeah, that's not. I, that's not a Rooster is red, but also it was you know about is a song about the saw. Yeah, you know, squad automatic weapon, which yeah. you know you get it going and, and you know you can make them dance when you uh, you shoot them right. I think you call it the Rooster. Put that turbo on it; it'll start kind of whistling a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> see, there's an option. See that? Look into yeah, other parts of your life. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. Well, like I I actually like that. That goes well. You the love rooster? that? Yeah. The rooster. Oh. Hell yeah. And then also too, it kind of plays into the whole, you know, I want to show and not to I'm not to say this at all, but kind of that strut, that pride, you know, things like that. Like I think I mean obviously I'm biased, but I think that's that's the best one to come out of this group today, that's for sure. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Write that one down. Everyone else, send him. Send him what you think. And if you vote for the rooster, then we'll give you a free listen to the podcast. Free listen. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's too funny. So, what, what, okay, my genre. What, what do you guys listen to? Uh, punk rock, heavy metal. I listen to the same shit. Alice in Chains. Uh, I listen to anything but rap, dude. Okay. I will listen to fucking opera before rap. <laughs> That's, That's true. That makes your ears bleed right there. Shit. Yeah. All my boys yeah. in Detroit, I'm sorry. That shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you a rocker? Or what are you? Uh, <clears throat> no, I like everything. I don't have a preference. Uh, it depends on what kind of mood I'm in. I don't know. Lately, I've been in like a straight up like 80s, like, dance kick i don't know why it's like what dvb uh what dude it's rough well i don't know it's It's not even i just i saw something on um it was like on instagram it was like a like a reel or something and it had an old school song in it and it just brought me back from when i was like really really little list like listen to what my sister had playing in the background or whatever in her room and I wish I knew what it was. You're yeah. the same age as me. That's yeah. And uh, I don't know, you know, my work truck, I got that thing hooked up with a nice stereo. So I think bumps when I'm cruising around. So. Meanwhile, I was listening to Cindy Lauper. Everybody sees a big old drill truck roll by. Like, man, it must be a hard dude. Girl, <laughs> <laughs> just want to have fun. <laughs> you know, I don't know, like, some, 
summertime, like if nice <laughs> days in the shop, I'm listening to like reggae music. I don't know, whatever. What? To, what yeah. So I like newer stuff That's like cool. Revolution and Iration, guys like that. So, uh, uh, but I don't have a a set preference. It's whatever's playing is playing. I could care less. You know what I really like? I like cover songs. Like I like yeah. I, if I go on YouTube or something, like searching music or something, I, that's predominantly what I look for. Like I'll look for cover songs. Like I like listening to people like do covers like in their basement, like real raw. You know, does that make sense? I like the raw, like raw <laughs> sound. Jesse's into like Barry Manilow, Eric Clapton. I was gonna say Jesse, you're the last one. What what are you listening yeah, to? Rod Stewart, don't forget that. You know, <laughs> he's good to go. Um, no, I, I would say mine are very is very much like uh along the lines of your taste. You know, Paul, I think that uh of late it's been like, you know, nineties rock or you know, whatever whatever Spotify has to offer. But uh yeah, I think that's you know. It depends on the time and what I'm doing and all that kind of good stuff. But to be honest, I don't really listen to a lot of music lately. I'm more like in the sort of podcasts or, you know, things like that, just trying to get caught up or trying to, you know, learn something. Um, so when I'm driving, that's usually what I'm, you know, listening to. But, um, you know, if I'm at the gym or something, I'll be one of those, you know, Spotify has picked this workout remix for you, you know, or whatever. And that, it's usually pretty accurate. But, um, you know, speaking of cover songs and stuff like that, I forget the, the movie. Um, maybe it was, uh, what was it called? The Hangover, where they had that dude at the end that's, like, <clears throat> covering the wedding songs. And then when you really listen in, he's throwing in, like, some profanity or, you know, changing it up or whatever. And I love that. Like, I think one dude, uh, there's another dude that does, like, uh, lounge versions cover songs called uh, Richard Cheese, so Dick Cheese. That's right. pretty good. Well, you were Jesse, you were in the military or in the Navy for how long? 28 years. So for 28 years, he listened to the village people every day. <laughs> no, that's not true. <laughs> no, no, no. He played one of the village people. <laughs> Dan Finnerty. That's who it is. Dan Finnerty. Too funny, man. <laughs> I don't know. So uh, are you hoping that you get your own shirt or are you hoping that they're combined? Um, I don't know. You know, it's, I, I, don't lie. I, Tell the I truth. like how they look together. I can't wait to see the pictures that we took after the show. Like I, well, you Dylan, listen, so Dylan needs to post them shit. You seem to know people and you're getting all this shit sent to you and you're tagging me and things. And I'm like, where are you guys pulling this out of? Like, what the hell? Um, I'm like an Instagram wizard, bro. I see everything. Oh, yeah. He's a wizard, all right. <laughs> I, I don't know how to post on Instagram. So if I'm doing something and I'm trying to tag people, I am sorry. I Like I said, I stand behind a chair for 10 hours a day, and, and I don't even own a computer. So I'm on someone else's computer right now. So Do you follow um, behind the chair? What's that? Do you follow behind the chair? Do I follow? No, I, I do. I do. I yeah. knew you did. That's like, yeah. I know that. I know what that is. <laughs> well, that is a good way to just have people from all over the country ask questions. And, and you know, it's kind of like the Fox Body platform. You know, a yeah. shout out to Landon at LMR. He helped me build half this damn car because, like, if I needed to do something, I'm, like, looking it up. And he's always the mug yo, that pops up. Speaking and, of Landon from LMR, yo, is he dodging us, Jesse? 
I don't know. We'll have to. I'll re-engage him. Right after Mustang Week and before this, he told me that uh, you know he had a lot going on, so to re-engage after after Foxtoberfest, we'll see how that how that works out. Landon, we're waiting for you. Oh, let's go. Yeah, you just you just have to change the color codes on the uh, contour fans so you don't wire them in backwards. Oh shit, Mike! Now he's really not going to come on the fucking podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, we wired mine and we had no problems. Well, I, I told you all the wires are different colors. Mine are different colors than yours. And we're the trying, ones on we're the- trying to get the guy on the podcast. So tell him how great their shit is, <clears throat> dude. My entire car is from LMR. You know that. I do uh-huh. everything. MPD and LMR built mine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I must spend what at least three grand a year with Elmar since we got this car. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. Paul, do you feel like, uh, you feel like, uh, so we talk about this once in a while, would you be interested in sharing how much you have invested in a best in show winner? Um, sure. You know, it's, um, I heard a lot of your podcasts and the one thing where you're kind of stumped is the first one you hated smoothed out bays engine bays i don't hate them i don't hate them the last one you said you're talking about it and that's one of the concerns you have with your car um i bought my car for seventy three hundred dollars um and it was at the beginning of covid right when everything shut down i got a killer deal on it which i thought um it was trashed you know the inside was uh, a smoker from hell the Dashboard was busted up. The seats were were just burnt to shit. The carpet was, I mean, it, it was gross. It was gross. We were driving it back from St. Pete and it was popping and barely running and the lights weren't working and we were just uh, hoping a prayer to get it home. Um, so, you know, then I took it to a shop and we pulled the engine on it, had the engine base smoothed out. Not all the way, not what some of these guys are doing with the the fab, you know, panels and all that other stuff. We just had them kind of welded shut, um, painted, underdone. So I have probably a little over 12 grand into a paint job. Um, You know, the engine build, new transmission, newer and five lug swap, Cobra, big brake system, all new interior. I probably have... Uh, closer to forty thousand dollars wrapped up into it at this point. Right. The days of ten thousand, thirteen thousand, fifteen thousand dollar Fox bodies are over. Yeah, yeah. It's and I'm gonna say forty is probably on the low. You know, it's like I said, I put a a comp cam in it for the show last year. I just put a new Anderson N41 cam in it two weeks ago before this show. Um, it's just always something. It's it's just keeps going and going and uh yeah it's funny because people list a car for sale and they're like oh you want twenty thousand dollars for a beautiful 86 mustang like you're way out of the ballpark and it's like go try to build one for that you know well that's the thing now you're in you're 40 50 grand in it sounds like right yeah and that's with like sve wheels like yeah any cost any custom work um, you know, besides the engine shaving bay and all that stuff and just reshooting the whole car, the car started its life out gray and someone had painted it black at some point. So, you know, we had to strip this thing, um, down to nothing. So it was, I, you know, seats are custom though, I guess. You know, what's, yeah, yeah. So, you know, what's funny about that? Not to interrupt you, Tom, 
but for the first time, somebody's gone from gray to red. So you went yeah. from red to gray. I went from red to gray. I think Billy's car was red and he went to silver, right? Paul said he was a little odd. <laughs> and it's a Chevy red. So like who would paint, purposely paint a car red? Like I get it. You buy <laughs> a car. Perfect. <laughs> you buy a car that's nice and it's red. I get it. You leave it. Yeah. But purposely, not me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about my color. What, Calypso? We just get trashed all day. Who, you? Yeah. No. People That's love Calypso nowadays. You, what are you sucking on over there, Mike? Uh, babe, because I can't smoke cigarette in here. You look like a little Brahma bull over there just <laughs> blowing out steam. What flavor you got? It? Unicorn milk? Watermelon. <laughs> it's unicorn milk. Do you say quarter million? Watermelon, yeah, watermelon freeze. Oh, watermelon. Oh. Watermelon freeze. <laughs> All right. Mike, what before we had close this down, I'm just curious, what was your favorite car out of the whole show? Hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I like them all. I don't really there's gotta be one. Choose. I I keep forgetting his name. He was in our in our section with the the blue notch. I love that car. Oh, Billy. Billy, yeah. That color is like, I don't know, that color just hits, right? I don't know why. It's clean. So what I'll tell you is that, you know, clearly the 23 people in our our booth were top, you know, favorite, you know, cars. But I would say that, you know, a car that didn't, and, you know, Tom, you and I have talked about this before. Um, I think a car that's very underappreciated is uh, Alan Bingham's Emerald Green Notch. That you know, fucking car, man. He came out this year swinging. You know, he had the, the brand new um, Stearns that he had rebuilt and put on the car. Looked immaculate. And then I don't know exactly what happened to his car, but I know that he had gone to Prestige. And the he car didn't come off the dyno or something. He had some injector issues on the dyno. Yeah. There's but, injectors, a fuel pump, and... Yeah, so if you guys want to look him up on Instagram, it's BLWN underscore Fox. But that car in person is just, it's, it's rowdy. Badass. It's rowdy. It's yeah. violent elegance. Yeah. That car is so sick. sick. It's amazing. He, he bought the uh, the stock Capri seats off me that I read. Okay. And he and his wife are just. Oh, they're genuine. As a shit. Like, yep. And his wife has a nasty car too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she got a Cobra sitting there. Dude, that guy, that guy is every show we go to, like, no matter where it is, yep. he's there. Like, there's okay. all, there's Alan. Dude's everywhere. That's there's awesome. Alan at Carlisle at a booth selling shit. Here's Alan at Chocolate Fox. Here's Alan at Fox. So everywhere we go. That's yeah. awesome. The car's so badass. Dude. What, what was your favorite car, Tom? I got three. Well, you can't have three. That's not a well, can I Can I add one more? I don't yes. like convertibles, well, but I love Chris's car. Well, Sorry. Well, apparently we're doing Northeast math, so one means three, so sure. Well, Alan would be one car that I really like. Um, I always love Todd's car. Todd? I, I think mm-hmm. Todd's car is... That car deserves more than, than maybe it gets, yeah. right? In my opinion. Like, that car is a best-in-show car in my world. I love that car. But I got to tell you, man, 
I fucking want Wicked Stepsister bad. <sighs> I want that car. You know, that I car love... needs to belong to me. <laughs> well, he told me he would trade you straight up. At some point in my life, I need that thing. I love that goddamn car. And you know what other car I really like? Who was that car? And I didn't get to talk to him. God damn it. That white coupe that was in our booth the first day that John brought over for the for Oh, um, oh yeah. It's the four-eyed coupe. It's uh I want to say his name's something like Austin, maybe. God damn, that car is nice. Yeah, that is a nice car. Let me see. Uh it's like I want to say like Austin Dingham or something. I, I, I'm probably screwing that all up. And John will correct us. I know he will. He will. I'm, we're sorry if we're screwing you up, but dude, this car is so nice. Yeah, but it's the white uh, four-eyed coupe. He's got BC Forge wheels on it. It sounds ridiculous. It's just, it's an amazing car. There's so many nice ones. It's hard to pick. So many nice ones. And But, you know, if I had to take one home, it's Wicked Stepsister. So I would say this about Wicked Stepsister is that, you know, obviously due to my, you know, longtime friendship with, with Rob, you know, being able to see the car come together from the time you pulled it out of the field and stuff. And I'll tell you, I love that car. Like, it's amazing. Like I would, I'd be trading my swimming pool for it, but uh, I, I like that car 10 times more when it had the, like the patchwork paint before he, he, you know, one coated it. Like go back into his Instagram and look at it when it had like different color body panels. Like it just, it was amazing. The car is just sick, dude. It just it screams my vibe. The name, like everything about it, is just like my like, I don't know, my presence. I fucking love that thing. Well, and shout out to Dylan because I would say that the coolest, the coolest Fox body picture I've seen in a very long time is the one that he took of Richard just laying pipe to that car at the uh, burnout concert. Dude, and with the dude with the Jason mask on. Yeah. Yeah. Standing yeah, there. that was cool. Mike, you need to outdo that in the Arc of Prey. At yeah. I didn't want to, like I said, when I went in there to do that, I was like, I'm not beating on this car. <laughs> so, yeah. I, can, I have to say it was a weak burnout, but I had fun. So it was fun. That's all that matters. matters. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, but I, you know, some tires smoke better than others, dude. Yeah, no, I know. I'm sure if I would have thrown it in second gear, it would have gone good. But they were starting dude, that, to... t- that. That tire is literally quarter inch from exploding. So really, I was I wasn't trying to uh, to have no wheels for the rest of the show. Shred your quarter uh, panel. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. With that said, I guess we'll kind of wrap it up here, Paul. Is there any anybody you want to shout out? Anything you want to say? Any questions you got? You know, it's like, a, I don't know. I, I love the whole community that that is up there. And, you know, we drove up last year and, and just got connected with people and got that high. And like I said, we didn't, we build these cars for us and for, for letting people enjoy them. You know, it's, I don't expect to win an award with it. Like, it's nice if you do. It's it's good if you don't. I was on such a high last year after breaking the car, ripping the fender off, you know, everything else that was going, the 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 rear bearing was shot, making all kinds of noise. We we're driving it anyway. And uh that high that I was coming home with last year was just insane. You know, and it it kind of felt like the high coming home this year with an award in my lap, you know, and it's all those people out there that don't know if they should do it or, or, um, you know, do it. And, um, 
just the people that the first night someone parked beside me and their car was in primer and and just needs some work and i need to find those people down because i actually want to donate a couple things to them um but you know they were just ex as excited to have that car there as i was to have my car and i'm sure you guys were to have your car and uh just meeting the people and and it's just everybody's cool and there's no judgment or anything else it's, is awesome for the community well, i say this all the time man it doesn't matter if you got five dollars in your car or a hundred thousand we all fall asleep thinking about them the same we all you know we all care about them the same you know it's uh it's a cool thing to see and um i'm never I'm proud. I'm I'm proud that if I was gonna ever win this show, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know if I'm deserving of it or if I'm not. I mean, what happened happened, and I would, you know, thank you for everyone for that. Um, you certainly are, Paul, and I'm I'm super excited to actually share the shirt. I don't think I, you know, looking back on it, I would want it any other way, because that's probably the last show, box body show I'll enter my car in. Okay. I don't think I don't think I'll enter it anymore. I think it's done. Wow. That's um, awesome. I'm still going to do good guys and things like that. But as far as Fox body shows, I think, uh, I don't know if I'll put a number on it anymore. Uh, so if it was going to be the last one and I do that, it, it's cool to share it with someone else that's deserving. So I'm super excited for you, man. I'm super excited to see what the shirts look like with two cars on them for the first time. I was going to ask, that is a question you keep asking me. What do you want? Do you want your own shirt? Do you want your own beer can? Do you want what do you think we should Dude, share? This? I got my own beer can already. <laughs> <laughs> kind of, kind of a got, dick, right? Kind of addicting us. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. A little bit. No, I want them. I was busted balls. Relax. I want them to be joint. Okay. I, I would prefer them to be joint, but um, I don't know. We both won the same, right? Yeah. So I, I think I, like I, said, I was a winner winning the the VIP spot. I went into this a winner already. Like I was on cloud nine coming up there and uh, it's, it's surreal. And it's, you are such a true guy and it's so kind and good hearted that I mean, it would be easier if you were a dick and I'd be like, yeah, you shouldn't have won. You know, like, <laughs> well, according to the internet, I'm a fucking dick. So, <laughs> and I'm a rich guy. Oh, you know what? I, I was going to close it down, but I got one more thing to say. Um, Mike, this is going to be directed towards you, but I just want to finish talking. Uh -oh. myself, but, um, yeah, I, I would prefer them to be both because, I mean, we've won equally, and that's what's right, right? Yeah. Like, so, and plus, there's never been a, a, a <clears throat> it's a cool man. It's a four eye. It's a non fox. It's an arrow car. It's everything. It's red. It's it's everything yeah. that the community represents. Really. It's everything our community represents wrapped up in two cars, which is super cool to me. Put them both in the same shirt. I think two beer cans would be appropriate. Yeah, 100%. Uh, right. And then, um, you know, you already have your own. I need mine. <laughs> there you go. Hey, listen. Hey, There's listen. One a lager and one an IPA, right? Because they're hey, always lager. Drink, I drink a Belgian. So if they could do a budget Belgian double, quad, triple, like, come on. Right. Yeah. But I'd also understand if you wanted your own shirt because you deserve it. No, I, would, I think the two cars, like I said, as soon as you get your hands on that picture that we took in front of the raceway sign um, where they're kind of nose to nose, I think that is 
spot on representing your car, my car. I think well, Harris Lou will do the artwork. Okay. Okay. So I'm curious to see what he comes up with. It's pretty badass. Yeah. So, Mike, there was a, a video. This is my last question. We're going to shut it down. There was a video out there, and I don't, I don't believe the guy meant any harm by it. Right? Uh, I actually think he was complimenting us in a way. Okay. So shout out to that guy and thank you. But there was a statement made in that video. I'm not going to say it or whatever. It was something of the nature of uh, walking past our booth. He said something like, oh, this is the open, open, how to go open check, open checkbook club or something like that. Right. You were in our booth. Yeah. Do you run an open checkbook on your car? Absolutely not. <laughs> everything, on, everything on my car is a budget. Hand me down. And if I could afford it, it goes on everything. There's not a single part on that car that's not like I buy one piece at a time. I mean, you know, it takes me pretty much almost all winter to get everything I need. And then last minute before the season, the car goes together. And the parts that are on it, I mean, shit. The rear end, the motor, the trans, the tailpipes, the intake. That shit's all used. It's all parts from other people's cars that upgraded. I mean, I got like, you know, I'm the the master of the budget builds. So, so is John Brooks. Yeah. Yep. So just to want to make that clear. Um, yo, every single person in that booth busts their ass. Right. Every single person. No one's rich. No one had shit. Uh, you, you know, not, the world meets nobody halfway in anything. Like, right? if you want something, you got to go get that shit. So I know that guy wasn't trying to be a dick, but I just wanted to make it clear, you know, what if people see that video, like the guys in our booth, man, they just have a drive to be the best that they could be to create the best car that they can create with what they have, right? Me, Jesse, John, Mike, I can go down the whole list. Brian Prince. Brian Prince handmade his pinchwell covers two days before the show. Yep. Just to strive to bring the car to the next level, right? I mean, we can go on and on and on about things people were doing to their cars, you know, before the show. Mike, he grinded. Dominic grinded on Steve Feldman's car to, you know, whole new suspension, new wheels, everything. You're talking a week before the car show. Like, to walk by and say it's open checkbook club, nah, man. Like, we appreciate, um, you know, I appreciate you. I don't think the guy meant it, like I said. I don't think the guy meant it to be a dick. But, you know, words can be taken out of context. And the last thing anybody in that booth is is got is an open check, except maybe one. <laughs> he named his check though. He named his car blank check. <laughs> we love you, Gary. I'm really fucking with you. He's, very, he's, good. he's a good natured dude. He knows. Yeah, no, he knows I'm playing. He busts his ass too, man. He works hard for his money. So Absolutely. You know, when you guys see these cars, man, these guys <clears throat> put everything they got into them, and you can too. Um there's nothing you can't accomplish if you just don't have the attitude. This is good enough, you know. Uh, that's all, really. I just wanted to just touch base on that real quick because it kind of got to me a little bit. Um, and that's it, man. So, Paul, I thanks, thank you for coming on, dude. Thank you for uh, thanks, Mike, for uh, picking up the slack for John. Yeah, right. Sorry, I can pick up the whole slack, but I got <laughs> <laughs> a lot of slack. I'll send you a hello. <laughs> but uh, listen, man, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. 
Until next time, talk to you later. Later.